You've played the missions, but do you really know the lore? We are here to be your guides. Your guardians. This is Guardians of Lore. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night, Guardians. Welcome to Guardians of Lore. This is episode 111, recorded April 26, 2021. The topic for this episode is Guardian Games 2021. I am your host for this episode, and my name is Orchid. And I am Elemist. Hello, Elemist. Hey. Hello. Um, I have some podcast info for you. We encourage feedback. It can be sent to us on Twitter at guardians underscore lore. You can straight up at me at hey, it's Orchid. You can say hello to Elemist at I underscore am underscore Elemist. You can send us an email at guardians underscore lore at outlook.com. You can leave us a review wherever you can find the podcast. Uh, you can also just hang out with us in our Discord. There is a link to the Discord in the description for this episode. There's also one like on Twitter, or you can just ask us for one, like if you really want to. Um, I sent one to Paul Tassie the other day just because I was being cheeky. But, you know, if you want one, just, you know, hit us up. You can also find our info on thelorenetwork.com alongside many impressive lore content creators. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> so on to the toggle this week at Guardians of Lore. Um, there's really only one thing on everyone's mind. And we are going to try no, really it's... hard not to be too salty about it. Mm, the transmog. <laughs> we were so excited for the thing and it couldn't have missed the mark as hard as it did. Um, I will say I did something that I don't usually do and that was ask the community what they thought of Transmog. Um, or just ask them what they thought before we started an episode. Because um, I don't ever really do that. I don't be like, hey guys, what do you think before we do a thing? Uh, but I did the thing. I did that this time. Because <laughs> I wanted to know what you thought before we started. Just in case, like, I was being particularly salty on my own. But no, I was not. I was right on base. So it's not just me. Elmas, do you want to start? Do you have any particular thoughts? So to explain the way transmog is being implemented, from what we have oh, been that, told, that would be good. from what we have been told, mm -hmm. it might change before then. We do not know. But as it currently sits... You play the game and get a currency. You use that currency to buy bounties. You do those bounties to get another currency, which you use to transmog items. You are limited to 10 transmogged items per season. And Except the first season. Yes, for this first season, because they are introducing it, we get an extra 10 items. So the part that I'm going to be salty about there shouldn't be a seasonal limit. No. If we want to grind as much as we want, let us. I mean, Bungie has been trying to say, you know, play the game however you guys want. But then they tell us, oh, but you can only do it X number of ways. And this is exactly that. 
oh yeah, play the game how how you want. But we're going to limit your grinding. And it's like, no, if if I want to sit and grind 30 items in a single season, let me. The actual grind to get the transmog currency, I'm all right with. It's very mm-hmm. different from how other MMOs have done it, where it's literally just, oh, hey, here's the system. And it you know, would cost some kind of in-game currency that's already there. So it's very different from that. I am I'm all right with the actual grind. It gives me something to do passively and it's it's something for when the season has a downturn, like right now. Instead of playing other games, I could be like, oh, hey, I've still got three transmog things that I want to get done. So I'm going to hop in this. I'm going to hop in Destiny and get those done because I want these three items. Right. But now I. Yeah. But the the way they're implementing it, it I'm probably going to be done in like the first half of the season. Then it's like, well. End of season comes around and I'm playing another game again. Orchid, what about you? Um, so my problem with I have several. Um, my problem with the idea of transmog, I think what the community thought it was gonna be and what Bungie came out with were completely different ideas. I think we all thought like, okay. We can just pull out what we want. Like, I think we all knew there would be some sort of cost. Like, I thought it would be prisms or something. Um, I I didn't think it would be golf balls. Like, I thought it would be like, okay, well, you know, two prisms or five prisms or something to transmog your stuff. Like, I thought it would be, like, prisms are, they're not hard to get, but they're kind of hard to get, you know? Yeah. Because you have to either, you know, reset your gambit or reset your crucible or do nightfalls to get them. So those aren't those aren't hard, but you still have to kind of grind for it. So they're not easily acquirable. And it would get rid of the idea of having to get, you know, more more currencies, which we don't need. And that's my problem. When they decided, <laughs> when they told us, they're like, oh, we're getting rid of uh, all your tokens for a Crucible. And we're going to get rid of your um, Vanguard tokens because we don't want more currencies in the game. We're going to streamline your game. And I'm like, cool. I'm I'm into that because I don't want tokens. Let's get rid of tokens for Iron Banner too because like, I don't turn those in. Like, let's get rid of them. Like, we don't need them. Like, let's have the same kind of system that we had. Um, I don't know. The the same kind of system that we had for Iron Banner and, like, in Destiny 1 where we had, you know, more items that we could, you know, purchase or, like, more bounties that we could do or stuff like that, you know? Yeah. You know, it's just, like... A better system to acquire items or you know buy different emblems or something like that you know more options the fact that they got rid of 
crucible tokens and they're getting rid of vanguard tokens to only add like three new currencies that we need in order to transmog our stuff like defeat enemies to earn sith strand spend synth strand on bounties to earn synth cord convert synth cord into synth weave is fucking stupid that makes me irate I'm sorry <laughs> I just can't <laughs> why would you do this well and, and like, I, I agree why <laughs> it's not even the grinding doesn't bother me this is this reminds me of black armory it really does. This is just having to go back to to Ada fucking one when we need to like get her to make our normal um our normal frame into a shiny frame before we can go do the stupid like the forges. Like, yeah. To do the forge. You had to pick up a frame, go like go charge the frame to go do the thing, like pick up the little boxes when you had to go kill like the yellow bars. Like, then you had to take, you know, the frame to her to make it a shiny frame and then, like, go do the forge twice or something to, like, finish the frame up or whatever. Like, that was annoying. And it was a grind and I knew it was going to be something like that. Like, I knew it was going to be, like, a, a runaround to do this, but... The fact that it's a runaround to earn synth strand and synth cord and synth weave like that's three currencies like don't don't bullshit me and delete crucible tokens and vanguard tokens like get rid of like gunsmith like stuff get, get rid of telemetry who the fuck uses that yeah like what even is that why do we have that what purpose does it serve? That's a very good question. Like, what does it do? Please tell me. Someone at me and please tell me what, like, telemetry thingies do. Because I don't think we need it. Considering it takes 100 gunsmith material in order to actually do a rank-up package... And it almost seems like it's 10 telemetry to equal up to, like, one gunsmith material. Yeah. Yeah. It just needs to it's be just done like, away with. Yeah. There's no point. Like, Glimmer is the universal currency that we have that's in the game. Why aren't we using it as such? That... We have legendary shards. We have glimmer. We have masterwork cores. We have like, we we now have like matter weave. We now have like matter weave. We have matter glass or something. We have like, we have mm -hmm. all these other things. Like, what does matter glass do? Don't you like consume it and then you punch things and get glimmer out of it, but it doesn't always work. Close range I have so headshots. many of those. Why? I have like 300 right. of those. Right. Why? And they don't even work. Get rid of them. Get rid of them. Give me more vault space or get rid of them. 
I don't need synth strands, synth core, and synth weave, and you're going to cap the amount I have to carry. This is going to be my problem. I can only carry, what, 10 golf balls at a time? I can only carry 50 glow sticks at a time? We have come full circle back to this conversation again, Alamist. I am going to say this every single week until they change it. Let me carry more glow sticks than 50, please. Yeah. Bungie, you're so generous with giving me so many glow sticks. And I don't know if it's because I play so much Crucible. I have played so much Crucible this weekend because I have now gilded my flawless title. <laughs> Yay. Go Someone's me. sweaty over here. <laughs> By the time this comes out, I will have gilded my flawless title. Because it has not quite happened yet. Um, but the um, the the fact that like I have to masterwork things in order to spend my golf balls, which then I buy with more like glow sticks because I can only hold 50 because I reset my crucible so often it's <laughs> I can't so if you're going to make me carry a bunch of things make allow me to carry more and the, this has now come full circle into why are you only letting us have 10 per season I wonder if it's because you know what I wonder if that's enough Honestly, a lot of us have been planning this out for months. I'm gonna use I'm gonna use log as a um my uh good friend, a lot of our good friend, uh log power slave, uh friend of the podcast. Uh I know that he has two looks he's already planned out, and he will have one for crucible and one for like PvE stuff, and that's gonna be it. And that's only going to be so he can, like, pick between the two sets of armor quickly in his inventory. See. And so I'm wondering, I'm wondering if that's what a lot of people are going to do. See, I know for myself, it's going to be one or two helmets, one or two chest pieces, one or two boots, and one or two class items. And then the rest are going to be arms. Because I, I am a titan, but I don't like the the huge shoulder pads. So I'm gonna I don't be, either. So I'm gonna be transmogging every single piece of armor that has small shoulder pads. See, that's a good point. That is a good point. And like, I do change my look around quite a bit. Yeah. I do too. I mean, I'm like, I'm fashion though. I I change it, you know, two or three different times a season. Um, mm -hmm. I, I've stuck with my current look because I look like Bumblebee from Transformers. And it's funny to me. But I just, I just don't like the fact that they're saying, hey, we're going to implement this grind, but you're limited on the grind. 
Destiny was a game about grinding as much as you wanted. You know, there was no no limit. And now they're implementing all kinds of limits all over the place. And it's like, I, I just, I personally don't like it. Now, I mean, granted, this is for something that is cosmetic. It doesn't affect the actual gameplay. So I'm literally just ranting about a grind that ultimately, at the end of the day, does not matter. Mm-hmm. But it's still, I don't know, it, it still affects the actual player. You know, it really hurts for the paid players and they're treating this game like it's free to play and it really isn't. And it really has never been free to play. Um, And I'm going to make kind of the point that the people who are the ones spending the money on this, especially the ones that are buying, you know, all the ornaments in uh, Eververse and the ones that are going to spend the money if they don't want to grind. Like I have a, you and I both have fairly well-paying jobs, you especially, um, but we both have well-paying jobs. We both work, you know, full-time jobs. So if I don't want to grind for this, I'm just going to fucking buy the thing. Because I can. I don't have children. I have disposable income. Mm -hmm. If I don't want to spend the this the whoosie what's-its to go to do the whatevers to go buy the the synth cord weave strands, I'm going to go to Eververse and I'm going to spend the what is it, a thousand silver to buy a set of five. Essentially, and it's I will 10 just bucks. do an entire yeah, I will spend ten dollars for an entire set of armor. No, like, apparently it's fifteen dollars for a set of of seasonal armor. But we're the ones that spend the fifteen dollars on the seasonal look every season. I'm already buying that fifteen dollars set every season because I usually do. I do too. And I'm yeah, and I'm the one that is buying. I'm the one that sits there at the beginning like for beyond light and says yeah i do want the collector's edition and so do you like we're the ones that do spend you know the 150 dollars on the collector's edition yeah and we're the ones that keep coming back to the game like long after all the free-to-play players are gone so this is really kind of giving the middle finger to people who keep coming back to play the game because it's the game is really just kind of becoming like busy, busy work microtransactions that doesn't. I don't know. It's it's busy work for the sake of keeping people engaged in the game, not for fun, but just for the sake of keeping them in the game. Yes. And it it feels really bad because like I have really been wanting to the first piece of armor that i want to do is my prestige leviathan warlock armor <laughs> it's my first set that i want to do i know you know and it's one it's of the glowy and it's one of the few yeah. that you can't 
I know. I know. It, that to to clue the listeners in, uh, that is one of the limitations on the system currently. Um, is mm-hmm. that you cannot do? Oh, what? No, you can. It's the solstice armor. You can't. Well, no, no, no. I'm, there's a full list, and I'm I'm bringing it up now. Um, it's Vanguard, Crucible, Iron Banner, Faction Rallies. Presti- oh, it is Prestige Raids. And Trials of the Nine. That's Ornaments and Trials of the Nine. But those are Ornaments for Prestige Raids. Okay. Cause, like, so it's just the I, base armor. Because like I had originally ornament. read that as when you turn those pieces of armor into ornaments. Mm-hmm. So... For the majority of it, for the most part, like you just ignore the year one ornaments, master or uh, transmog the new dropped versions, mm-hmm. or the year one versions at that. Yeah, it says there will also be a few exceptions that launch for year one ornaments. Due to technical constraints, we are currently working on solutions for a future season. These exceptions include um, Year One Armor Ornaments, Vanguard Ornaments, Crucible Ornaments, Iron Banner Ornaments, Faction Rallies Ornaments, Prestige Raids Ornaments, and Trials of the Nine Ornaments. Which is too bad because actually there was a Year One Vanguard Ornaments that I really liked, but I think it's... What I'm wondering is because um, you'd have to apply the normal base armor and then apply the ornament on top of it. But since you're already applying the Vanguard armor as an ornament, you can't like double apply right. an ornament. It essentially, so that's why. it's because the original ornament, the, the year one ornament was specific to like, oh, hey, you can only put this on... Um, vanguard armor or you can only put this on mm-hmm. crucible armor mm-hmm. so i think that's the limitation yeah. that they're trying to figure out yeah but still like i'm i my my one big thing though is that it just feels really bad that it is busy work for the sake of busy work and it i don't want to do that busy work in like grinding crucible bounties to get all of the synth weave or synth cord or whatever, because it is going to be a lot like doing the same kind of bounties that we do now. It's going to be the same bounty grind to get it. Just like the same bounty grind that we're doing now for guardian games. Um, and I don't want to do that bounty grind and then finally look at, you know, whatever armor piece I'm wearing because I've been stubborn and not wanted to spend my money, even though I probably could and can afford it. It's like, do I want to spend my money on something in game that I'm going to lose in a year? Because like, are they going to take it away from us? Because they're just deleting things from the game whenever they want. You know? Like, we don't have anything from like the first three years of Destiny anymore or two years of Destiny. So when are they going to delete this too? Just kind of how it feels. Yeah. Yeah. So do I want to spend my money or should I just grind it, not spend my money and then just like look at the armor I have and but then remember like how much work I put into it and then feel just bad that I wasted my time. 
It just is. Now, see, the, the one thing... I've lost a lot of respect now, see, for Bungie. See, the one thing I'm going to... I'm going to expand on that you were talking about, you know, the fact that it feels mm-hmm. like busy work for the sake of being busy to keep players engaged. Yeah. I can see players that like, oh, well, I only have 10 for the season and, you know, it, it's the final couple of weeks. I haven't grounded out. So we dive back Might into well FOMO. It. Yeah, because oh hey, I I still have three left that I I didn't do because you know it I forgot to go get bounties. Mm-hmm. Like we're back in that FOMO mentality, right? Which was kind of the philosophy of why they changed the seasonal content the way they did. Mm-hmm. Because now you have the seasonal content all year long. There's not as much FOMO because you have an entire year to do it. Except now they're taking us back to that point. For cosmetics. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. I just... I mean, I'm hoping... There's, you know, the the Destiny community gets very angry about stuff very easily. Yes. Very easily. And I'm hoping um, we make mountains out of molehills is the term. And <laughs> yes. Um, but I don't think this is that. I think this is actually something that is legitimate for once. You know? Now, like, my reaction to transmog is not going to color my react, like, my view of the upcoming season. Like, I'm, I'm st- still very excited so for am I. the upcoming season. So am I, which is why yeah. I'm, I'm sitting here like, okay, I need to temper my expectations because this is still going to be a really fun season. I just because like the economy um, has shifted so much in the game um, and is continuing to shift doesn't mean that I am any less excited about the content because the story has been getting better and better every season and that is what keeps me coming back it's not eververse yes i mean like the constellation armor set is really cute oh my god it's like, so good it's so good on like every single character it's so good like <laughs> it's good on all of them there it doesn't like they're it's every single armor set is so good but um like, I'm going to say the Warlock one is the best, and that's because I'm biased. <laughs> I, sorry. At least you're able to recognize your bias. I recognize my bias because um, I'm a fashion whore. So, because I'm a Warlock, <laughs> and that's what we do. We do fashion. I'm sorry. 
<laughs> we like to look good. Um, it's all about the fashion. But and some warlocks like to dress that... up their titans. Yeah, I like to dress up my titan also. Um, I was talking Waning and, and Ariana three. Yes, mm, cute. The um, what I was saying is that the story is good, and that is what keeps me coming back every season. Eververse and Transmog is not the thing that's keeping me in the game. We'll see what it's actually going to be like next season. And like, whatever it is, we'll get used to it just like we've gotten used to everything else. You know? Yeah. Things are constantly changing. Bungie. Bungie's lip for listening. <laughs> I swear to fuck. <laughs> they can only say that so many times. The community is very tired of hearing that. And I I don't like being the person that says like they're going to go super hard on a thing and then backtrack to where they were going to be originally and then say that like, oh yeah, we listened to you. Because they can only do that so many times. But I really feel like that's what they did here. So just like watch them backtrack in a couple of weeks and say we were listening. But I think it's because what they were doing is that they were originally going to be back further, but they wanted to see how much they could get away with. That's me being very cynical. Probably. Because we do know that so, that Bungie tends to make last-minute adjustments based on feedback from the community. Player feedback. Yeah, but at the same time, I think this is more of a how much can we get away with and see if the community notices. I think we've noticed. <laughs> Almost immediately. Mm-hmm. I think we noticed. That said, I'm still excited to be able to play dress up because there's nothing I like more than fashion. Everybody knows that. And as we'll read the the lore cards, we'll see how much I like fashion because um, I feel very called out as someone who ran um, exactly what the warlock in the card has is wearing for like an entire year. So yeah, we'll we'll get to that <laughs> in a bit. I feel like Bunchy just straight up at me. <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> I think we're I listening <laughs> anyway um that was pretty much it um how's guardian games treating you since we're at the kind of the end we're, we're smack in the middle of guardian games i in the first weekend, I got all the triumphs done except for three. Yeah. Uh, one of which is related to closing ceremonies, which haven't happened as the time of recording. Um, yep. Another one is go do four more activities. Cause just I just any activities. Because I need bronze medals. And oh. 
and I currently don't have anything that I'm chasing. So jumping into a strike or crucible is kind of bleh. You're just like, Egh. right. It's like pulling teeth. Right. Um, and then oh, the, the yeah. last triumph is do all the triumphs. So mm. at this point, like I'm pretty much done with guardian games <laughs> And I was never really drawn into the whole, like, what class is going to win? What class is going to, you know, come out on top? I just, it never really, it was not something that I absolutely strove for because I could see it just dividing the community. It, whether it's it's talking about you know the actual algorithm on the back end or talking about like you know class superiority and right. i just i'm not into that what about yeah, you Orchid? i'm not i'm not too into the whole class superiority thing i'm just like meh um i started out on my titan i forgot how much fun titan is uh i love just running around punching stuff it is pretty great. Uh, oh, yeah. I'm super, super low level because I've not played my Titan in forever. But I have had a lot of fun playing my Titan. Um, I don't have Shadowkeep finished on my Titan. <laughs> Still. Uh, I don't have Beyond Light finished on my Titan. So I'm locked out of a lot of activities because I have not done anything on it. And I'm just super unmotivated to do anything on it. So same thing on my Hunter. I have nothing done on it, but I don't want Hunters to win. So I'm not doing anything on my Titan or on my Hunter. So I'm <laughs> back. Uh, I am back on my Warlock, uh, which is uh, kind of just like where I thought I'd be. Uh, Titans, um, I'll say my clan leader, uh, going back to Log Power Slave, thought um, he could big brain his way into winning um, and had an article written about him in Forbes by Paul Tassie. Oh. <laughs> Lol. <laughs> yeah, because he made spreadsheets because he was trying to like tell Sassy, um, who is the uh, hunter vanguard for the ANZ, like... <laughs> guardian games thing they have going on for you know for the oce stuff mm -hmm. yeah so he was trying to like big brain his way into how titans could win using like the 10 percent boost that you could get um and <laughs> there's there's a whole spreadsheet it's a whole thing um you can go back on twitter and find it and you can go in forbes and find it but yeah, there's a whole article about how Titans can bring bring their way into winning. It's a, it's a whole thing. So, yeah, good job, <laughs> Titans. Um, how's that working out for you? <laughs> I think Warlocks like completely checked out. We're like, meh. <laughs> but I don't know. I've I did like a bunch of gambit with some clan mates. And we're just like, Ugh, why are we doing? This? <laughs> we felt, we felt dead inside. <laughs> uh, it was fun. I mean, it's 
it's always fun playing with clan mates. I don't know. It's been guardian games is interesting. The Australian community has their own like thing, kind of like laterally sponsored by like Bungie doing their own stuff. Like in their own community. So they've got their own things going on that's like separate from like the rest of the Destiny community. So it's like it's a very different experience being in like that kind of clan versus every other kind of clan because it's like a different atmosphere. <laughs> so Guardian Games is like a very charged thing in those communities. They're very into it, but also don't care. So it's just like a lot of shit talking. It's pretty great. So yeah, my, my Guardian Games experience is just shit talking. Ah, oh, jeez. Yeah. It's pretty so you know, it's just like a normal Tuesday. <laughs> that's pretty much it let's talk about guardian games after this lore network ad yes let's Hmm. the lore network hey guys it's green from focus fire chat have you guys ever wanted to listen to just the lore like spend a few minutes consuming the lore in an audio format well, my new podcast, Destiny Lore Audiophile, does just that. Destiny Lore Audiophile is a podcast where the lore of Destiny is recorded and presented in an audiobook format. No commentary, just pure, sweet lore. Episodes will be about 30 minutes long and released every Thursday. Currently, you can find Destiny Lore Audiophile on Podbean and iTunes at Destiny Lore Audiophile, where the audiophile has a PH instead of an F. Readings of The Singular Exeget, Marasena, Books of Sorrow, and more are already queued up and ready to drop. So be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a single performance of Destiny Lore Audiophile. See you there. How was that ad? Oh my god, that was such a good ad. My ears. They loved it. Oh, my holy ear balls. What? <laughs> that doesn't even make sense. It's not supposed to. <laughs> okay. A brief intro to the topic. Um, these entries are on specific items from the 2021 Guardian Games. That's these games that are happening right now. There are three class items that you can obtain from Zavala initially, or uh, Grandma Savathun. Or Savalavante. <laughs> Savalavante. I like yeah. that one, actually. You like Savalavante? But you said green That's a wrong. Good one, right? I did say uh, Green Eyed Music Lover is uh, Savathun, <laughs> lest we forget. Um, the Sparrow is obtained from a triumph for collecting points for your class based on the medals that you collect. Um, if you didn't remember from last time, if your medals are full and you don't turn them in, then you're not collecting any more medals. So bank those moats, question mark. Bank those medals. You're not wrong. <laughs> No. <laughs> I just remember that if you stand on the circle thingy and then you like hold E, 
or whatever your turn in thing is, you get like a laurel leaf around your head. Yeah. And then I got 1310 geomags that are like a real gross roll. And I'm like, ah, and then I ran around <laughs> cackling for like a minute. The people who were in a call with me were like, oh, no. And then I was like, can I go try them out? Like, Ugh, fine. <laughs> I was right. They were a gross roll. I don't they know what like to say to this. They intellect on them. <laughs> They're just all intellect on Geomags. <laughs> You're welcome, community. <laughs> I, I don't know what to say to this. So I don't either, but it's good. I'm just going to start. <laughs> and that's with Color of Speed. This is the Sparrow. And the flavor text is, after a certain point, speed is a matter of willpower. Petrovenge. And the Lord Tab reads, Ava Levante threads a needle with fine white silk. A lone lamp lights the wood grain of her table and the length of handsome black cloth in front of her. She only touches this garment at night when her small flat in the last city is shrouded in secrecy. With each stitch... She recalls the strange encounter some months ago that prompted her clandestine work. It was late that evening. She had been walking back from the tower, nearly home, when she heard a smooth voice quietly assert, Ava, it's been too long. You look as bright as ever. Osiris melted out of the shadows near her doorway. The ex-outfitter snorted. That's faint praise coming from someone who's been 50 for several centuries. My age shows in other ways. May I come in? Of course. She opened the door and noticed how he looked over both shoulders before crossing the threshold. It's good to see you back in the tower, Osiris. Ava watched him out of the corner of her eye as she put the kettle on. I take it you're not here on official vanguard business. No, I'm not. I'm here to ask a favor, or contract your services, whichever you'd prefer. Osiris perched uncomfortably on the edge of her couch. Ava smiled. His regalia looked a bit absurd set against the mundanity of her cozy apartment. I'm always happy to grant a favor to an old friend, even if I'm the old one now. She examined her self-serious visitor with a gentle gaze. What, what do you need? A custom hunter cloak. Something that resembles feathers of a crow. I'm sure there are plenty of outfitters in the tower that would do a fine job. I gave up on custom outfits years ago after my fingers started to go. She massaged her knuckles reflexively. I need someone I can trust. Someone who can keep a secret. Osiris fixed her with his inscrutable gaze. If you agree, a ghost called Glint will come by later to help choose the fabric. A secret cloak. This is just the type of thing Cade used to come to me for. In fact, the last hunter cloak I sewed was for him. She drifted off sorrowfully and poured the tea. Now, months later, she puts the finishing touches on the requested garment. 
the black fabric soaks in the meager light, highlighting the delicate white silk. It's as fine a work as she's ever done. Ava can't help but wonder who the new cloak is for. Who could warrant such secrecy? She just hopes it will be worn by as worthy a hunter as her last. So, we have Eva Levante making a new cloak <laughs> for somebody we don't know, but we know exactly who it's for because it's for Crow. Because an earnest little ghost named Glint will come for it. Mm, because, you know, <laughs> Crow needs that new drip. And I'm like, I agree. Crow always needs new drip um, because his dad requested it because we know that Osiris is his bird dad in his bird family. Yeah. Because we know that they're like a weird bird family. His burb dad. Um, but I like that um, I need someone I trust. Someone who can keep a secret. And she's been around a long time. And I mean, so has he. And so they've known each other a long time. He's been around a lot longer I than she has. Well, obviously. <laughs> well, Savathun's been around a very long time, so... Oh. Sorry. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> but I like it. it says a secret cloak. This is just the type of thing Kate used to come to me for. In fact, the last hunter cloak I sewed was for him. I mean, this is just like debating you for like, oh, well, it's the new like Hunter Vanguard cloak. No, it's not. You fucking dum-dums. Like, it's just <laughs> a new drip for like crow like don't look at it like oh crow's gonna be the new hunter vanguard Meh. no i i stand behind the whole idea that you cannot have a baby guardian as the vanguard i mean he's he's been doing more now and like he has the trust of zavala which is huge <clears throat> like that's a lot Zavala like doesn't trust anybody. And I think he also has a trust of Ikora because she's had people watching him. And I think he's gotten more experience working for Spider than he than people just doing Vanguard business would and living in the city. So honestly, like if push comes to shove, like he probably could. If it was, like, thrust upon him, he probably could be a good vanguard. But I don't think people would follow him because he could never show his face. Because the guardians don't know it's him. Right. Like, you're going to follow Aldrin Sav? I don't think so. They know who killed Cade. They're not going to follow him. No way. No way. <laughs> anyway. No. And you know they won't. I mean, it's... It's it's in the lore. They won't. Yeah. They'll beat the shit out of him first. Yeah. We've had years of that. Like, it's sad, but it's true. But anyway, so she's making a cloak for Crow. That's so nice. I like that. 
I do too. But I think I like how she just hopes it will be worn by as worthy a hunter as her last. I think he is worthy. He's really kind of grown and grown into his own. Yeah. You know, he, he really has. He's really developed as a character, which is rare for a game to be able to do. You know, a lot of games don't have the ability to have characters grow and become these. I, I'm going to say three dimensional, even though I know it's a game that is in three dimensions. I'm going to say, but he is becoming this three dimensional character. No, it's in two and dimensions. Like it's on my facets. flat screen. <laughs> it's, you know what I mean? It's, <laughs> God damn it. Like he he has these three-dimensional facets to his character now that like a lot of characters don't have like devrim does not have this that is like, true devrim and like even amanda holiday doesn't have this really they're all two-dimensional like you can actually see their motives their their yeah thoughts you know you see their entire history very easily, very mm -hmm. easily. whereas with crow yeah, but... like we saw his past and we saw how that is actually affecting the new person he is to the point that he is actively going out of his way to not be that person like he's actively trying to avoid any information about his past. And it's it's refreshing to see a character change in that kind of way. He's really become he's really become his own character and I think that is admirable. And um I really can't wait to see what happens next season. Because he's really kind of become this permanent character that we have. So even without a Hunter Vanguard, we have Crow as kind of the stand-in. Even if he's not the Hunter Vanguard, he's kind of serving that purpose. Yeah. You know? He is. Yeah. In a he, weird he way. Is. So I mean, maybe not officially, but maybe kind of. So is there anything else about the Sparrow you want to talk about? It, I deleted it immediately. It's super ugly. It's got the Guardian Games symbol on it. Yeah, I don't like it. <laughs> it's an exotic if, sparrow. It's not Mini Scoot Scoot. If it's not Mini Scoot Scoot, I don't want it. Mini Scoot Scoot, the first or second? Yeah, both. Or or always I on love time. I the first and the second. Oh, I, I like Mini Scoot Scoot first and second, and then I like Frozen Broom with Cat. Those are my three sparrows. <laughs> uh, yeah. Frozen broom with cat is a really good one for prophecy. The broom is like not one to sleep on because it's like so easy to like steer. Broom is best for steering. What's the one that goes like way too fast? Is that always on time? Always on time. The scourge one? Yep. Yeah, the one that makes you explode if you hit a wall because it's broken as fuck. Yep. Yeah. 
my friend Daniel was using it. We were we were farming Nightfalls the other day. Um, during we were farming platinum, like whatever the platinum cards are for, uh, Grandma Grandma Thune, and um, it was he was using that one and just like leaving me in the dust. And I just had like a normal sparrow on. And he's like, why are you going so slow? I'm like, because I'm just using a normal sparrow. He's like, why aren't you using this one? I'm like, because every time I use it, I die. I can't use it. I'm sorry. Yeah. I explode whenever I use it. I don't want to just explode. I don't want to die in a ball of fire or yeet myself off a cliff. If I yeet myself off a cliff, I want to do it because I did it on purpose, not by accident. Maybe I got a bit of thanatonaut in me. <laughs> except... I'm going to read this next. Except you're not really a thanatonaut because you're not doing it to chart death. You're doing it for the sake of no. doing it. <laughs> yeah, because it's fun. Exactly. I'm doing it for funsies. Exactly. Is Sarah doing it for funsies, Groot? Or is that just Titans? <laughs> That's just Titans. Oh, man. Maybe I'm just a Titan on the inside. <laughs> well, I am. I, I do crutch a Fell Winter Salm, or I did at least for a full year while, you know, running Nova Bomb. So let's read this next card. Sounds good. Yep. This is the Warlock card. So I'm going to be reading it as the Warlock here. Um, this is called Phoenix's Fire. The flavor text reads, Challenge every aspect of your opponents. Sometimes a strong body hides a fragile psyche. Ikora Ray. Prakash sat on his gray hornet parked in his usual spot at the base of the tower. The former guardian read dispatches from Spider's associates with one eye and watched his runners scurry about with the other. The younger kids took bets from all over the city and delivered them to Prakash at appointed intervals. Once the action paid off, the bookie would send the older kids to settle up. Any incalcitrant debtors were dealt with by Tulnik, his enormous ex-Corsair bodyguard, who was currently leaning against the tower, scratching himself. Prakash chirped a low call to Tolnik, who snapped to attention. A fire team was gliding towards them from across the courtyard. The guardian's cloaks billowed in a non-existent wind, and their feet barely touched the paving stones. Prakash rolled his eyes. Warlocks. Prakash called out, looking sharp. I love the bird hat. This is Felwinter's helm. Jackass. The Voidwalker fired back. Probably costs more than your sparrow. Good, Prakash retorted. Then you've got the cash to pay your debts. Felgusu wasn't quite the mad dog you thought she was. The warlocks glanced at each other surreptitiously. About that, said the Sunsinger. We don't have the moats. Yet. Tolnik, sensing his moment stepped forward with a menacing flex. Prakash stayed his enforcer with a manicured hand. Steady. Tully, these are learned scholars. I'm sure they have a needlessly complex plan to make things right. We do, 
said the Stormcaller through gritted teeth. Uh, double or nothing on the Guardian Games Crucible this week. Prakash gave a low whistle. That's some heavy action. Who are you backing? Us, the Sunsinger responded. Against Meliorius Titans. Prakash's eyebrows shot up. Meliorius at the top of the leaderboards. She's dangerous, and you guys are stylish. It's a bad bet, unless... The bookie tapped the side of his nose. You know something I don't. The Voidwalker tossed her head as if flicking her hair. Then, realizing she was still wearing her helmet, awkwardly put her hands on her hips. Let's just say she's about to have a bad case of existential dread the night before the match. The Warlocks snickered. Little trick I picked up from the Scions, the Voidwalker finished. Titans put all their armor on their chests, the Sunsinger opined, and none between their ears, like a castle with no roof. The Voidwalker guffawed. Is that why they always look like they're getting rained on? The Stormcaller dropped his voice an octave, puffed out his chest, and lumbered around on bowed legs. When the only tool you have is a Titan, every hammer is a nail. Indeed, the Warlocks chortled and high-fived. Settled then, Prakash pulled out his data pad. You guys beat Melioria this week, and the slate's clean. Otherwise, I get the moats, he said and winked at the Voidwalker. And that fancy hat. The Voidwalker was suddenly serious. Guys, no, come on, she implored her teammates. You know how many engrams I had to. Deal, the Sunsinger interrupted. He removed his gauntlet and pressed his finger to the data pad. Deal. Prakash smiled broadly. Good luck in the Guardian games. Not that you'll need it. Yeah. So the Warlocks are very pretentious. And uh, I love how the Voidwalker is they like trying to walk it back. <laughs> the Voidwalker doesn't want to lose her fashion. No, And, and that's exactly it. Like like she started to explain, you know, you know how many engrams I had to, and then she got interrupted. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, she finally got that exotic, the one that she was craving for, you know, whatever fashion, and she didn't want to put it up as a bet. Well, no, because they're cheating. Warlocks are cheating. Yeah. So warlocks cheat and have good fashion. This is what I learned from this card. And this also introduces us to a character named Prakesh. Uh, yes. The former guardian read dispatches from Spider's associates with one eye and watched his runners scurry about with the other. Mm -hmm. He's got younger kids that are taking bets all over the city. Mm -hmm. like so he's a bookie yeah that's what it boils down to mm -hmm. it's a guardian who was like oh i can make a lot more just being a bookie mm -hmm. yep <clears throat> and then you've got so he's the the bookie of the city yep and then you've got tulnik an ex-corsair so, bodyguard so he is an awoken because corsairs are awoken yes 
and that is all I got from him. And he is large. Yeah. He is a, a man of a few words. He just hangs out. The thing that, that surprises me is it's a male Corsair. Yes. We'd only really heard of female Corsairs before this. So this is the first male Corsair. It, that we've heard about. Um, right. But I mean, that doesn't mean there haven't been male Corsairs before. And it, honestly, there might be one or two that I just completely forgot. But this was a fun little entry. I, I like how the Voidwalker gets insulted whenever Prakesh is like, I love the the bird hat. <laughs> Felinger's home does look like a bird hat. It's like the best fashion. I wore it just because it looked good. Also because like I liked Felwinter's home. That's like all I wore <laughs> for a year. I was a Voidwalker who like just wore Felwinter's home. I feel very called out right now. I hope you know. Yeah. Very called out. Very called out. Yeah. Well, you know what? I feel very called out by the next one. I, yeah. <laughs> Do you want to read it? <sighs> yeah. Okay, cool. And that's Lion's Pride. This is the Titan class item. And the flavor text reads, With fists like those, who needs guns? Everyone else. That's who! Lord Shax. And the lore tab reads, Prakesh sat on his gray hornet, parked in his usual spot at the base of the tower. The former guardian was holding a kimchi burrito purchased from a food cart with one hand, while scrolling through Crucible results with the other. Guardian Games always brought an influx of betters, and he needed to know which fire teams had the hot hands. It was shaping up as a banner year for gambling. The bookie's hulking bodyguard, Tolnik, was leaning against the tower, looking at Cabal pinups. The ex-Corsair clicked his tongue in warning. Prakesh's attention shifted from the burrito to a trio of enormous titans lumbering toward them. A glob of kimchi plopped onto his fur vest. The fire team leader, a sunbreaker, loomed over the bookie. You, uh, you got something on your hair shirt. Prakesh tossed the remainder of the burrito over his shoulder, splattering the side of the tower. Yep, that's alpaca. He crossed his arms over the stain. What can I do for you? The sentinel stepped forward. We want to bet on the hunters to win the games. Prakesh's eyebrows shot up. Really? Do I smell a fix coming in? This is huge. He leaned forward conspiratorially. Zavala's not in on it, is he? The titans glanced at each other in confusion. The striker spoke up. No, we want to bet on the hunters. The bookie frowned. Yeah, you're betting on the hunters because you're going to throw the matches. Their blank helmeted stares prompted him to clarify. I mean, your plan is to lose on purpose, right? 
The Sunbreaker looked taken aback. Titans never lose to hunters. Yeah, we're much better at fighting, the Sentinel affirmed. Hunters are always jumping around with their little knives or hiding in smoke. He waved his arms around frantically. But I just put up my wall, and then Tanish punches them, like, really hard. It's true, the striker proclaimed earnestly. I can punch super hard. So your plan is to win, Prakash clarified. The trio nodded emphatically. Then why, the bookie asked slowly, are you betting on the hunters? The sentinel scoffed. Element of surprise, my man. They'll never see it coming. He and the sunbreaker fist bumped. But all bets are confidential, Prakesh explained. We wouldn't be here if we weren't confident, the sunbreaker bragged. Prakesh pinched the bridge of his nose. He was developing a headache. I mean, all bets are secret. Nobody will know what you wagered. Obviously, the Sunbreaker condescended. Wouldn't be a surprise if everybody knew. The Sentinel tapped his massive finger to his temple. See, warlocks aren't the only ones who come up with clever centrifuges. Prakesh threw his hands up in capitulation. Fine, I'll take your bet. He pulled out his data pad. But I want to be really clear. If the Titans win the Guardian games, you're never going to see this glimmer again. There's more to life than glimmer, said the Sunbreaker. I can't wait to see the look on their stupid faces when they find out. The bookie shrugged. Then it's a deal. Good luck in the games, I think. Oh my god, the Titans. Poor Titans. Guys, you're so dumb. Like... What? I have mixed feelings about this entry. The striker can punch super hard. <laughs> I had fun saying that. Oh, that's so great. Um, I can punch super hard. <laughs> it's true. I can punch super hard. Super hard. <laughs> but no, I have mixed feelings on this because... These are literally the dumbest titans we have ever seen in lore. Mm -hmm. Like, they leaned heavily into the memes with these titans. Every other titan that we've seen in lore has actually been somewhat smart. Like, they actually think out various scenarios and think of different things. Mm -hmm. That being said... This entry is super funny. It's very funny, and um, I love it. It's just like, I love how he thinks there's a fix, and they're just so earnest about, no, we, we want to win, but like, imagine the look on their dumb faces when they find out. And he's like, they're not going to find out, dum-dums. <laughs> it's just like... Right. It's just so, it's so funny. Like, it's great. Like, <laughs> I love it. No, oh, it's, it's great. Um, So as someone who does not play Titan as much as you do, because you are a Titan main, um, do, would you say that like the three classes are represented 
well in this one. Well, so you know, we never we never said in the last one that they actually said Sun Singer. Uh, there was a they, Sun Singer. They're still Sun Singers. Yeah, they're still Sun Singers. Isn't that nice? Oh, oh my God! Yeah, yeah, they're still Sun Singers. Hey, they still exist in new lore. They're still oh my God. saying Sun Singer. Isn't that great? Okay, now we can move on. Sorry. I, I wonder <laughs> if that's intentional or... I think it's just like a nod that they still exist. We just can't play as them anymore. <laughs> Could be. Just like, yeah, you had this thing. You can't do it anymore, but you had it. Could be. Um, But no, because like... These titans are all confident. Like, they, they, stupidity aside, like, the way that they're acting is actually very reminiscent of the class itself. They're confident. They are headstrong, but they're just so dumb. <laughs> like I said earlier, we have dozens of of titans that are actually, you know, in lore that are smart. Heck, one of the greatest villains in Destiny was a titan. Mm -hmm. You know, Dredgen Yor. Right. But like, these three are the dumbest titans I've ever read <laughs> it's like the three dumbest titans got together to make a fire team because no one else wanted to be with them yes so they're just all together oh my god yes three dumbs don't make a right no but um i really enjoy this card a lot i think it's i think it's very funny like I said, um, I, I enjoyed it because of the funny. Yeah. It's just I had I just, certain things against great. it. I, yeah, I really like Prakash getting stuff on his um, alpaca shirt vest. His also. hair shirt. <laughs> his hair shirt. Oh, my God. I love that. Your hair shirt. I mean, the last one had a, a bird hat. <laughs> Right? I don't know. A bird hat and a hair shirt. It's, whoever's writing these is very funny. <laughs> I'm just really loving them. I almost feel like whoever is actually writing these was told, hey, we've got something coming out for Guardian Games, but we don't have any lore tied to it. Go write some. And they were out yeah. of ideas for a lot of it until they were like, well, what if we make a bookie? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I just, yeah. I like it. Like I said, it's it's funny. And I... It's very funny. I like it because it's funny. But I also have my certain grievances against it. <laughs> mm -hmm. But rather than me ranting about it again, why don't you... Uh, read our last entry uh i would love to read the last entry 
Um, the last entry is Cobra's Hood, and it is the Hunter entry. So this is the neutral territory entry for both of us, since neither of us play Hunter, really. Like, we both do, but not really. I only play it so I can be gross in the Crucible once in a while. And I play it whenever I'm tired of my Titan. Right. I don't have a third <laughs> so, character. Neutral territory. I refuse to play yeah, my Warlock. neutral territory. I... Wow. All you need is good geo mags and then you're set. Um I don't have a problem with so warlocks. Is... I have a problem with my warlock. Just to be clear. Oh, your poor warlock. My warlock is derpy. You just gotta get a good bird hat. No, you just gotta get a good bird hat. I all you gotta do. I, uh, just read. Get a good bird hat. Just read. This is Cobra's hood. This is Cobra's hood. The flavor text reads. I never did find that horn. Lord Shax. Perkatch sat on his gray hornet, parked in his usual spot at the base of the tower. The former guardian was watching bootleg transmissions of the latest cabal death matches when one of his runners tugged on his sleeve. Perkatch jumped in surprise. Son of a drag, don't sneak up like that. He smoothed his fur vest in self-placation. Sorry, sir. The kid scuffed his feet sheepishly. Just that some guys want to make a bet. Prakash sucked his teeth in annoyance. So take the bet. What the hell are you hassling me for? The kid ran his grubby fingers along the sharp black lines of the bookie's ride. They won't give me the chip. They say they got to talk to you direct. Prakash swatted the runner's hand away. I just had that detailed. He sighed in exasperation. Fine. Send them over. If they end up making some lame prop on the new Hunter Vanguard or something, I'm going to run you over with this thing. The kid nodded and scampered off. A few minutes later, a fire team of three hunters sauntered over. Prakash slouched further onto a sparrow in a dramatic display of nonchalance. His ex-Corsair enforcer, Tolnik, cracked his knuckles. The hunters posed coolly in front of the bookie. The team leader, a gunslinger, casually flicked his knife between his fingers. I guess you've probably heard of us. Prakash glanced at Tolnik, who shook his head. Uh, not really, the bookie said. Now what's this about? The Ark Strider stepped forward menacingly. Show respect. You're talking to the Death Dealers. Prakash raised an eyebrow. Cool name. Was it a cat called Death Dealer? Behind him, he heard Tolnik guffaw. The Ark Strider snarled and sent a crackle of Ark energy rippling through his arm. But before he could strike, the Night Stalker blinked in front of him and put her hand on his chest. Whoa, cool it, Jean. He's not worth it. Remember your breathing exercises. The Ark Strider nodded. You're right. You're right. He's not worth it. He retreated, putting his hands on his head and walked in circles around the plaza, exhaling loudly. Prakash cleared his throat cautiously. So, uh, you want to make a bet? Or, damn right we do, the gunslinger replied. We're betting on hunters to win the Guardian Games. Hunters rule, shouted Jean from across the plaza. Is that all? Prakash asked with confusion. That's stock standard. Why didn't you just put a chip in like everyone else? The Night Stalker leaned in conspiratorially. Because of what we're wagering, she said, and opened her pack to reveal a single curling horn. Prakash's eyes went wide. Is that whose I think it is? The gunslinger crossed his arms smugly. You tell us. How did you even get this? 
Never questioned the death dealers. Now, what's it worth to you? The gunslinger said. Burkett shrugged. Hunter's one gold. You get one legendary hand cannon each. If not, I get... He dropped his voice to a whisper. The horn. Throw in a couple umbral engrams, the Night Stalker countered, and you've got a deal. Prakesh pretended to consider. It's a deal, he finally said and recorded the transaction in his data pad. Good luck in the Guardian Games, hunters. Hunters rule, shouted Jean to nobody in particular. I love Jean. (laughs) (laughs) The hunters are so cringe and so funny. (laughs) Right. Right. Like I love them so much. The hunters are Gina's hilarious. The hunters are dude bros. Oh, I love them. The hunters are dude bros. With anger issues. Oh my god, no. The hunters are twelve year olds. They're they're thirteen year old edgelords is what they are. Yes. Exactly. Because why else would they have a name like Death Dealers and the anger issues that they have? And it, like, it, it makes sense. They're 13 year old edgelords. Mm-hmm. That aside, I like what they were wagering. So, um, I love the fact that they were wagering Shax's horn. Yes. Did they. Where did they get it? How did they steal it? (laughs) I have so many questions. Right. So many questions. And it's because of this entry that I'm hoping the hunters lose. Just because I want to see more horn lore. Yes. Horn lore. I loved it. Yes. And, like, where where did it come from? Did they sneak in somewhere to find it? Did they steal it from someone else who stole it? Have hunters been stealing this horn from each other for years? It's kind of like the opposite Vanguard dare. Yes. Where, like, they dare it's each like you other. you don't want to be caught with it. They dare each other, and, like, whoever wins... Or whoever loses gets the horn. Because, like, they don't want to be caught with it because they fear what Shax will do. <laughs> like, I'm just building this headcanon at this point. Yeah. Oh. It's um, it's super cringy, and I love it. And um, I don't think any class gets away with anything. No. I think everybody I think everybody kind of like equally gets the shit kind of beaten out of them by Bungie. Mhm. They do. Which is great. It's just this <laughs> card this card especially. I'm glad we did this one last. This one makes me the happiest. <laughs> the hunter card is the best card. I'm sorry. <laughs> Hunters get the best stuff. And as a side note, hmm. Tolnik has a thing for Cabal. I know. Right? 
like he's watching Cabal death matches in this entry. In the last one, he was looking at Cabal mm-hmm. pinups. Yeah. He likes some thick. Mmm. He likes some sweet meats. Tolnik and I have a lot in common. Hit me up, Tolnik. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, no. No. Why? No. <laughs> no. Uh, I do. Um, God, I think like. Gene is easily the best character in all of these. I'm sorry. I don't know. I the cringy. I don't know. I really like just. I love the idea of this like cringy arc strider just shouting Hunter's rule from like across the plaza and just like going around doing breathing exercises because he's so fucking hyped with like putting in a bet for Hunter's to win. Well, and and because he got protecting his gang. Well, and because he got so (laughs) flash angry. Mm hmm. Because somebody disrespected him. His gang. Yeah. His death dealers. His death dealers gang. <laughs> right. Because they have a gang name. Like, it's... Lol. It's literally 13-year-olds. Ah. I love it. <laughs> it's so funny. I'm sorry. <laughs> So, Orchid, did you en- enjoy the topic? I did. Uh, like, I might not like Guardian games in general because it's boring. Because it's just like doing bounties. It's like, go get laurels so you can get bounties. So you can get more laurels. So you can get more bounties. So you can get more laurels. So you can get more bounties. Bounties the event. Yeah. Or you can do what? The glory of your class? No, I'd rather be doing Verdant Forest things. But um, I have, like, could you, sidebar, could you imagine doing Grandmasters with, (laughs) like, tinctures from Verdant, like, from, like, the whatever the fuck from the first year that we did these from the revelry from the revelry could you imagine that with like infinite grenades that's probably why they haven't done the revelry i know but it would be better oh i i agree it would be more fun i agree but anyway but like i i could see that being the reason why they didn't I can see why they didn't either, but still, I think it would be better if they, you know, did. Anyway, um, yes, I love this. I don't like Guardian games in general, but I loved these lore tabs, and it kind of makes up for it. Yeah. I will suffer through Guardian games for the next, like, two more weeks, if, and I will suffer through it every single year if we get more lore tabs like this. What about you, Elemis? I I did enjoy it. Um, like it, Bungie leaned heavily into the memes for each class, so no class 
was left unscathed. You know, you had the the pretentious and prissy warlocks, and you had the dumb titans, and you had the thirteen year old edge lords. I mean, hunters. Um. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> So, like, they were all meant as a joke, and they're all funny. So, I like them. I I do nitpick, because it's me being me. But they're all fun to read. And especially to read out loud. Like, that Titan one was really fun. (laughs) The Warlock was kind of, like not great to read out loud but the other two are really fun to read out loud yeah and then there was this there was the sparrow and i really enjoyed that the sparrow is a really nice story yeah because like and it gives us more insight about crow and right. um and osiris and uh grandma thune right Sava levante because like we know that Osiris gifted Crow a, a hunter cloak, but we didn't know where he got it, how he got it. None of that. So it was right. It was a nice touch. It wasn't exactly it really needed, was, yeah. but it was really nice. It was. I really enjoyed it. I think it was. Um, I think they were a fabulous group of um, of lore cards. I had a good time reading them. Yeah. Yee. Mm-hmm. They were more fun than the Guardian games have been so far. It may turn around yet. Maybe. <laughs> We've still got the closing awesome. ceremonies coming, so... I mean, it might. It I might. don't know what that is. I don't, I, know I don't either, means. but, I mean, yeah. you never know. It could be a thing. Yeah. I don't know. You have any shout outs, Alibus? Shout out to a clanmate of mine, Raging Monkeys. He's the one that actually pointed me to these lore tabs because I just didn't care enough about Guardian games. Like, he pointed them out to me and he was like, You have to read these. These are amazing. The Titan is the best. And I'm sitting there going, All right. And I read them, and I'm like, I have a lot of things to say about the Titan one. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, it's he was the one who pointed them out to me, so my shout out goes to him. Oh. What about you? Um, my shout out is to uh Log and Mylan. They allowed me to or they asked me to allowed me to. They asked me to graciously read the warlock card on uh Destiny Down Under last week. So uh that was a lot of fun. So if you are if you guys are so inclined as to want to hear me read that again, but more terrified because it was on their podcast and it would, it, they asked me and then they were like two minutes later, I'm like on the thing and they're like, okay, go. And I'm like, um, <laughs> okay. Zero prep time. All go. right. Zero prep time. I'm in my pajamas and they're like, they're like webcam. I'm like, no, like no makeup on, like literally just like 
because it's like nine o'clock at night, you know, and it's like a Friday night and I'm exhausted and I have work the next day because I worked all weekend. Um, and I've been working like a weird, like, like swing shift on and off for the last like two weeks. So I've been working like weird Australian hours on and off. Like some days I work a normal schedule and some days I don't. So my sleep schedule is so fucking broken right now. I don't know what time it is anymore. I literally have no idea. My body is like, is it sleep time yet? I'm like, no, it's 2 p.m. It's not time for sleep. It's time for doing things. So, (laughs) but uh, yeah, it's. It's a real thing. So um, it is episode um, 213. So you can go um, listen to me read the same card that you heard me read on this podcast over on their podcast if you want to hear that. So that was fun. Um, They also talked about transmog. Um, They were. uh, It's about the same. (laughs) So, but they're Australian. So I, I don't know if that's like a different flavor, but, um, so thank you to both of them for giving me the chance to read it. I really appreciate it. It was a lot of fun. It was very much a very last minute thing and very terrifying. <laughs> I'm sure you were good. Because it was, it was very live and there were like a hundred people there. <laughs> I was like, ah, so I'm sure you did well. Yeah, I did fine. It, yeah, I listened to it later and it was fine. But yeah, I think I did better this time than I did last time because I've read it once now out loud. Anyway, um, so that's about it. Uh, I have a couple of special thanks. Uh, the artwork for this episode is courtesy of Volchak B on Twitter. Uh, the music for this episode is copyrighted Bungie. We're able to use it under their fair use policy because they love their content creators. If you would like to dive into Destiny lore on your own, uh, visit ishtar-collective.net. Uh, they are the resource we use to make our show notes. Uh, thank you, Baxter. As a reminder, you can find us on Twitter at guardians underscore lore. You can find me at Hey It's Orchid, or you can find Alamist at I underscore am underscore Alamist. Nailed it. Uh, you can send us an email if a tweet is not long enough for you um, at guardians underscore lore at outlook.com. We do actually check our email. Weird, I know. Um, you can leave us a review wherever you can leave reviews and you can join our Discord for, you know, fun memes and things. That's about it. Goodbye, Elemist. Goodbye, Elemist. God damn it. (laughs) Thank you. Bye. Good, Prakash retorted. Toki, no, you are not here. This, this is not for you. You are not. You are not Prakash, nor are you Voidwalker. Oh, you are a cat, Toki. You are a cat. You are a cat. You are a cat. You are Toki. Yeah. You're a cat. <laughs>
Doki, you're not a void walker. You're not wearing Felwinter's helm. You're a cat. Are you kidding? Kitties cannot wear Felwinter's helm. Are you kidding? He'd be a freaking Chaos Reach warlock. Doki crutches Chaos Reach 100 Intellect Geomags. Oh, God. And he just wipes everybody. Oh, God. Doki's one of those who just garden hoses <clears throat> everyone with arc light. Don't you, Toki? Just on everything. Yeah. That's okay, Toki. That's what I do, too. Now, lately, I have been, like, AC 130-ing people from space with a fucking, like, Dawn Blade. Toki! Top tree floaty Dawn Blade. I'm trying to... Yes. It's really gross. I've been using You're Arbalest. Dirty. <laughs> really dirty. People forget Arbalest exists. <laughs> Until I use it, and then they get real mad at me. I feel dirty for talking to you. <laughs> you should. God. Okay. I'm just going to hold you here. Okay. Uh, where was I? Oh, yeah, good. Toki. It's just like purring in my lap. Jesus Jeez. Christ. You are such a problem tonight, Toki. Such a problem. I'm not even streaming. Don't blink at me. Your little cute face. Your fuzzy everything. All right, I'm holding you. This is this is what's happening forever. All right. Okay. This is gonna be a blooper, isn't it? <laughs> Absolutely. God, could you hear that? No. Goodbye, Toki. Good. No. Okay. <laughs>